1: looking good
0: yes yes so head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all enjoy
1: what are you laughing at you're like i need sunglasses <laughs> so bright Mom, Could... well, maybe i want to make that canva flyer you know like maybe I'm... <laughs> and i'm like you make my canva flyer right, right.
0: <laughs> so you're to. really
1: good at being like Oh, Oh, that's amazing. You're still doing it? Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton
1: Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. And now <laughs> wait 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 um beep 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 it's time the, for the flip report. flip report
0: okay so the windows are in early <laughs> oh my gosh Whoop <laughs> whoop! the windows are in if you follow me on instagram you already knew that um oh So even though on my Excel spreadsheet of things that I gave him, Mm -hmm. I had put beadboard ceiling in the sunroom. didn't get it? He did not get it. And he just sheetrocked it. And you were like, oh. But now that it is sheetrocked and has recessed lighting Mm -hmm. and it's so clean looking, while I do love beadboard. What's the point? What's the point? It's done. It's done. And there is like... Real wood paneling in that room that we're just painting. Okay, well, it's probably better then, right? So that would been it would a have a lot splashed. of lines, too many lines. lines.
1: So I just made the call You're to like, not beadboard. Did he realize he had missed it, or you were like, "Oh, hey, where's that beadboard ceiling?" Yes, and he
0: was like, "What? Huh? Yeah, he didn't understand. I guess no. He was like, "Yeah, ceiling looks good." Right. Also, when I went by um, recently, the kitchen floor tile was halfway.
1: Okay. And I, so I could finally see the vision. I love it. Like it's all coming together. Okay. And can we talk about paint? Because you posted a picture. Are you know, saving it for yes, next week? I'll
0: have to save that. Because at this time, I do not know. Okay. Well, what colors? <laughs> Okay, next week on the flip report. <laughs> or two weeks or something like that. Okay, anything else you need to tell us? Those are the main things. Um, I was very impressed with the window installation. Okay. It you all had went well. A, you had a window company, come do that. Yeah, Window World came and did okay. that. They were in and out real quick. I have no complaints with That's good how to it know. all looks. Okay. Um, in the sunroom, there was a window. So these are these were old. The old windows were metal and had the metal hinges yeah. for screens. Right, and it was jammed. I couldn't ever open it. Oh, now you can open. And it was there was a stained glass kitty cat hanging in oh, the window right. in the sunroom yes. that I've had my yes. eye on because I know this lady loved her cat because right. she had taken one of the bedroom doors off and mm-hmm. replaced it with a screen door. Right for the so cat so that, to for have the cat. Its own yeah, it's like he could look out and be like, "Hey guys, what's up?" So I, but also be trapped in a room, which is right. Interesting. Yes, I don't. I don't really know what the whole plan was. She there. loved her cat. She but loved only her in cat. that room. Yes. But I, when they took out the old window, I asked them to get the stained glass cat for me, so I could bring it to her in her assisted living place. I
1: love it, and was she excited to receive? I her mailed kitty? it, oh, so it's I haven't cute. heard back yet if she got well, it. I hope but. she
0: enjoyed getting. But her if you want to see the kitty, I posted a picture of him on my Instagram with the I saw painting them. of the house. Very but. cute. I thought
1: that was very nice too, and I didn't realize that the sister had lived next door. Yes, that's great, and so her family mm-hmm. still lives in the house next door. Oh, okay.
0: Like their children. Are they checking up on you? No, I haven't seen them They're at just all. Just like whatever. They parked at the house one time. Okay. They were having like people over. Like sure. just park at my aunt's old house, next door. Bye. Nobody's here. Right. Um, but it's really coming along nicely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now that the windows are in, I'm like, You're like it's a oh, whole new place. Yes. Okay. Great. Um. What mm-hmm. was I gonna ask you? How is the budget going?
0: So far, so good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. I think I am gonna maybe. When you get down to the nitty-gritty things, I think there's probably going to be some
1: but extra have, things. But That's you had 10% fine. in there. Yeah,
0: yeah, for okay. that for that reason. But I'm curious to see. What they are.
1: Yeah, I'm just where, thinking Where it falls. About, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're better than me. I don't know how I've always wanted to flip something and I think it would be fabulous, but only because I love the design part of it and I would never be able to stick to a budget. I think I would want want it to be pretty. I'm like, oh, but I really need it to be pretty. (laughs) So I just don't know. Well, it's funny because
0: I was talking to Whitney and she was like, well, why don't you add a light fixture? Because it costs money. I said, because at some point it has to stop. But a light doesn't cost that much. I know that. But you're like, nope, buck stops here. Right. Like it just it it would not do anything. No, for the value of the house, right? Or even the. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would be cute, but maybe <laughs> people would notice it. Maybe they wouldn't. See, it's me, not I'd be like, like we need
1: it to be cute,
0: <laughs> but it's not like Whitney and I would be in trouble—very much trouble—because there are so many little things you could do. I mean,
1: like, but no. it also
0: makes me wonder, like if you if I added this extra light above the coffee station, say. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone would notice it. Maybe they wouldn't Mm -hmm. versus a beam in the living room.
1: Okay. Everybody
0: notices that. I see what you're saying. We got to choose the the impact.
1: Well, right. You also have to make choices that appeal to the most people. Sure.
0: It's fine. Like the light excited her, did not excite me.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm sure it would have been lovely. Right. I was just kind of like. Because the coffee area station is a moment. Mm. We have to have a moment. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's fine. Moving <laughs> moving right along. Is that all for today? Yep, that's all. Okay, well, it sounds like everything's going that well. That concludes the Flip Report. The Flip Report. Okay, so you brought up a really good point about how now this week, the week after, is going for you.
0: hmm
1: What? happens in a season of urgency, especially in a situation like that, that's very situational. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're only going to have five new listings this one week, and we're going to have to maybe work outside of our normal office hours or business hours or, you know, whatever the case may be. How do you keep from just going down the slippery slope of acting like everything's always urgent forever and feeling like you're overwhelmed for, you know, seasons on end? To resetting your your normal, yeah, senses.
0: Once I got listing number five paperwork done, mm-hmm. my email had some things in there that were unrelated to any of these five. Yeah. I skimmed through them and knew all of them could wait till Monday. Yeah, and it it was Saturday. So Saturday night, I closed it out. I closed my laptop. I I said, tomorrow, I am not even looking at my email at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't. I did not open my computer. I didn't look at it on my phone. And Sunday, I just hung out with the kids. We went to church. We took a nap. We went to Fall Fest that evening. Mm-hmm. It was just wonderful. Yeah. And then this morning.
1: You took a day off. Took a real day off. <laughs>
0: kind of, sort yeah. of. A partial day. I was ready to get back to work this morning. But this morning, I woke up. I got the kids to school. I did not. And then I drove to my favorite coffee shop. And so I didn't open my laptop until 8.45 this morning. Yeah. From since saturday Saturday. right so it's not like i'm like okay it's monday i'm gonna check my email now that my alarm's gone off and it's 6 a.m yeah like i still waited oh yeah until because i knew i I didn't check it yesterday it's gonna be a lot it's gonna be a lot yeah don't stress yeah get the kids to school get out of the car sit down get your coffee and handle Mm -hmm. it And it took me hardly any time at all to just clear out what was there. None of it was time sensitive. Right. It could all wait until today. Everything was fine. It took me no time at all to get it back in shape.
1: Well, good. The email, like it was easy. That's fine. So you, but the day off is really the reset there. Yeah, I mean. Kind of put some distance between that behavior. Right. That like, I have to, I'm I'm spinning and everything's gotta be done and all the plates are in the air. Um, I teach something. Okay. I think you're going, I don't know if we've talked about this before, called your urgent versus it can wait list. Okay. So in my time management, actually, would you believe this? I have a time management for agents course. Oh. It's quite nice. It's a little short, super short, 30 minute video, some exercises, um, but the urgent versus it can wait list. like. Think about it now before you're in the trenches. Yeah. Um, responding to a repair request within a 72-hour time frame, urgent. Right. Um. Sending a CMA to a seller who wants to sell next year, not urgent. Not right. like there's it, There are things that can wait and things that are urgent. Like when you looked at your email list and you said, okay, none of these things are urgent. None of They it. can wait until Monday. I think a lot of times we just label every request that anyone asks of us as urgent. Mm-hmm. And we feel like we're not doing our job or providing good service if we don't get it to them right away. Right. So really thinking about that before it ha- happens, like what is, or, or just make a little notebook page for the next two weeks. And whenever someone asks for something in your email or calls you or texts you with a work-related request, write on two columns, urgent, it can wait. Like which one does this really fall into? Yes. Like, am I gonna lose, Is the is there gonna be a breach of contract if I don't do this? Sure. If, if you've got to respond to an offer, you got to respond to an offer. But there's so many things that we make urgent that are not urgent. When I was
0: in all the multiple offers, it was all about deadlines. Yeah. Meeting all... So seventeen. we have five listings and 17 offers total. Okay. Oh, wow. All 17 had a different deadline. Right. So I just communicated with everybody, hey, see attached addendum. All offers are extended until... 3 p.m. tomorrow. Yeah. This is how it's going to, like I just said, this is how we're operating. Yeah. There you go. Right. So then I had it all on the same time. Yes. Yeah, the time really can get tricky. I had updated showing time to say- How many there were? I I had to say, hey, we have received multiple offers. We're calling for highest and best by tomorrow at noon, and I need a response time by this. The seller's preferred close date is this. Thanks, here it is. They're not leaving the refrigerator, washer, and dryer. Here you go.
1: Don't call me. Don't write me. I also put it in the
0: realtor remarks. Yes. And I put multiple showings offers due by 2 p.m. in the public remarks. Okay.
1: It was everywhere,
0: and that it still, could be, and there was only one. Oh, that's pretty good. Only one that was like, "Tell me all the stuff." I'm trying you to make an appointment to show this house, and it keeps getting declined. I'm like, "That's because we went. We're no, you're past the deadline. You missed it. Yeah, missed." So, um, it was just keeping it all communi- communicating with everybody what the time frame is, how we are operating, what we're trying yeah. to do, where we are in the process, right? And I really, I mean it. It's, it was kind of exhilarating, mm-hmm. even kind of fun to like navigate it all and make sure. And once, so for example, I typed up one email mm-hmm. to my seller that said, offer number one, price, closing costs, close date, loan, t- just the, all the bullet points. Yeah. Offer number two, Yeah. bullet points, offer number three for all five. And then yeah. I had them labeled as like the attachments labeled as offer number one. Offer number two. Yeah. And before I sent it to my sellers, I sent it to Whitney. I said, check me. I need you to check me to make sure that this is all correct. Do you
1: use a spreadsheet when you get to multiple offers like this? Mm -hmm.
0: And so she said, yep, that looks good. All of it's right. Okay. I said, great. Perfect. So, but it just felt good to know like, okay,
1: keep Uh, it all clean. It's so hard to navigate that. I cannot even imagine being in a market where it's 20... I can't imagine. ...30, 50 offers. Alyssa, that Mm -hmm. would just take forever.
0: I think at some point, like for example, I had four offers on one of the listings, and then I got the fifth, and it was contingent, and it was close, and I just said, I'm just going to let you know right now, I'll send you a rejection shortly we have five offers. It's the bottom. Yeah, and she was like, "Thank you so much. I really appreciate that." Right, like fine. Yes, I just, but I let her know immediately. Like this isn't gonna don't work. Don't be waiting for me to know. Right. Like oh, I'm telling God, you, yeah. I'm just telling you. Mm-hmm. So, yep, I think that's wise. I think if you had that many offers, that's what you start doing.
1: Yeah, like you hone in on the top five <laughs> if <Right>. you have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean? But look, when they come in, all okay. What if they all come in within the first day? You still have to find a way to visually see. I mean, I guess you could just say, all right, this is, I don't know. I just, logistically speaking, mm-hmm. I feel like they've got to all be on a spreadsheet at sure. least and sure. be like, these are the five categories we put things in. Price, closing, whatever, whatever, right. whatever, you know, closing date, What you know, whatever type mm-hmm. of loan. But what if it's 50 cash offers? I don't know. <laughs> Okay, so we're both very thankful we don't live in your market if right. that's, if that's happening to you. Deal with. And I don't know how to how to give you advice really, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what about we talk a lot about boundaries. Mm-hmm. and I think boundaries are good. Mm-hmm. I also think that boundaries have to be flexible when it comes to a season of urgency. Sure. Like, you were able to uphold your boundaries of your day off, but you maybe had to waive some of your boundaries during the course of the week. Yes. In order to get those houses under contract. That is true. So, what would you like to say to the for our friends about boundaries? Because I think sometimes people get a little rigid in their boundaries and maybe set in them in a way that it's like, no, I don't have to do that. And that's just not true. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to serve your seller. You do. Or you can't take the listing. At if that you're time. in a season where you have four other listings and you really have to keep your office day and your off day and you don't ever work after 6 p.m. and you have boundaries that are so tight and strict and that's how you need for your life, okay? But you can't take the fifth listing then. Right. And that's what I find to be frustrating about the industry in general. Like you're not complaining about having five listings. You're sharing with us how you navigated five listings, how you reset yourself, how you, you know, had your boundary in place, and then how this week will probably be a more low key week. Very Maybe you low take key. Take some yeah. extra time off. Fine. It's it's more cyclical. It's not every day is always the same. I think that in this industry we have an issue where we no one ever asks you what is your max level of business, sure. where do you reach the break point of being able to even have a boundary or mm-hmm. have some free time or not feel stressed even within the bounds of your business hours? Like what is your max? Well, maybe then you have to have a plan to refer. Mm-hmm. And I just, um, I want more people to normalize turning the business down if if you've reached the limit. Yeah, it's okay to refer out. Cause you can't keep all the boundaries and all the business.
0: No, sorry, even with systems in place, I feel like I could handle you can handle more a than a lot someone of listings because of your I systems. could handle a lot of listings, yeah. I don't even know what my max threshold would be, but I if feel it were like only
1: take this what if it were only listings? So I could so handle so many, many. so right? Many.
0: Yeah, because you just, yes. It's the buyers that because they're not rolling off because they can't find a house and they're building up. There's more houses popping on the market. So there's more times where they're like we have to go now, yeah. we have to go now. Mm-hmm. So that would be harder. Yeah. So just recently, I've even like if you're looking out of our parish, Because the buyer load right now is so heavy, I'm having to refer out a little bit. Yeah. Because I can't add more if you're looking far away. Yeah, because then it just adds time to the process. Right. Yeah. Right. So it just kind of depends. Right.
1: Being aware and taking stock of your business more than once a year is also important to this. Mm -hmm. Like what's going on in the market? How does your business feel? Are you feeling overwhelmed or burnout because of the... Urgency in the market.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Anything else you want to say about how to reset after that hard week or... I do think
0: it's good to, like, put the phone away totally.
1: Yeah. Not check the email for a
0: little yeah. while. Not forever, obviously. Yeah. But to just take a step back, take a
1: break. I... <laughs> I don't know if I do it on purpose or on accident, but I lose my phone for at least an hour or two every day. Sure. Like, I just... The kids come home, I'm helping with dinner, or I'm helping with homework, or I'm outside with the dog, or there's at least once a day when I'm like, wait, where is my phone? Yes. Do I you don't... get nervous when you find it again? Mm, not as much as I used to. Okay. Now I'm just kind of like, you know what? I've It's been a couple of years where I've very rarely worked weekends. I don't typically work a lot of after five, um, and it's been long enough for me to realize Nobody cares. Right, that's (laughs) okay. None of my clients are like, hey, why didn't you take my call at 7.30 last night? (laughs) I wanted to ask you about a showing from a week ago. Nope, Mm -mm. nobody cares, nobody has fussed, nobody has fired me. And it's just an attitude and uh, mindset that comes with time. And again, I think it's a skill that can be built. Exactly. The more time you spend away from
0: your phone. For sure. And that's why I can't get on board with the phone watch. Mm, mm Mm-hmm. Because... That it's with you all the time. I need to be able to set it down, turn it off. Walk I don't away. want my wrist to vibrate. No. I don't want to have to be checking it there. No. I want to be able to. I don't want it attached to me. No. I want to be able to say I'm having lunch with a friend or I'm rocking yes. the baby
1: or I'm walking into school. Right. Just I'm already checking the phone way more than I need to. Same. So I definitely don't want to put it on my body. No. No. <laughs> like I need to be able to lose it once a day. Yes, same. Okay, do you want to move on to the next obstacle or weakness? Anything else on the urgency department? Hmm. I don't think so. Okay. Um, Next on the list of potential weaknesses were organization. Mm, My love language. (laughs) Uh, Organization. Um, I did put under this two of the other weaknesses that were mentioned, which were follow-up and tax planning, and preparedness, because I feel like these are all organizational functions. Yes. So like, tell us, Mm -hmm. how do you feel organized? Where do you rank? Organization is your strength, not your weakness.
0: For sure. I think that's me too. Yeah, you're very organized. So
1: if you're out there and you're not organized, Mm -hmm. um, we're here to tell you part of the ease in our business is built on organization. A 100%. Don't you think?
0: Without it, I wouldn't know where... Any transaction. That's how things fall through the cracks. For sure. And that is how things get lost and people get forgotten and, and you that's lose how you, future business. that's where
1: stress comes from. Mm-hmm. Things falling through the cracks. Mm, so stressful. So much stress. So having a system in place for multiple offers, having mm-hmm. a system in place for email templates, like having mm-hmm. a system in place for things that you don't have to recreate every time it comes up or having a system in place for follow-up like Trello. Do you have, mm-hmm. where are the people? Where do you keep them? Where is your, to- oh, Anna has a great episode on, um, I think it's about to-do lists. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure it's got to-do list in the title. And it talks about where are you keeping your to-do list? Mm. Is some of it on a sticky? And then some of it's in your email? And then some of it's in a notes on app on your phone? And then some of it is in a Trello board? and so No. Mm-hmm. One location. One That's really key to you actually being able to get things done. And I will be the first to say I'm not the best at that because mm. I will have a sticky. <laughs> and then I send myself a lot of emails. And really, those are the two ways I'm keeping it.
0: Right. I don't, Mine are notes in my phone. Yeah. Yeah. And screenshots.
1: Yeah. Well, then I email myself the screenshot, right? right. Those are
0: my two things that that's where they are. I have to check those things. Yeah. I just had dinner with an agent who likes the podcast and had watched the Trello video and kind of started the Trello, but didn't stick with it because she didn't put the checklist in. Okay. So because it wasn't up to – because it wasn't perfect. Right. But I told her, I said, to be honest – I had a place in my business where I don't use the checklist feature. Right. I think the checklist is good if you are a team, mm-hmm. and I need you to know I already that did. This. I already did this. Yeah, I check it off so you know. Yeah, I just need to see the name and address, and you know where you're because at. Because I know, I know that we already had the home inspection. I don't need to go in and use the checklist and check
1: off home inspection. Home schedule. inspection done. I did right. that. Yes. Well, okay, this is what I ta- call my internal real estate clock. Okay, <laughs> I it, I already know, and you know I could probably do this up to. 10 transactions you know happening i already know where i'm at right i look at the folder or i look in my dot loop a lot of times that's part of my friday like shutdown routine is yeah i go to my dot loop i look at all the open loops because that's active listings pending and pending buyers they're all in the same place yeah and i just go down the list and i think "Hmm, where are we at in that transaction yeah i need to check on that one this is where we're at and that's process at most takes an hour mm-hmm. if there's a lot of transactions mm-hmm. and there's something that you know i'd action items i need to do every friday yeah i do it sometimes i do it again on monday if i sure. feel like things have been crazy over the weekend or something's changed but once a week is all it takes and i think that a lot of times what goes wrong with everyone is then they think oh well that's a good system i'm going to do that every day Sure. (laughs) Like it's the pressure of people
0: think because I'm not prospecting every day, I'm not going to prospect at all. Because I'm not writing 10 handwritten letters a day, I'm not going to write any at all. That's the perfection episode. Because my Trello, yes, because my Trello isn't. Perfectly organized with color codes right, and I'm not to use lists, that at all. I'm not going to use it yeah. at all. Uh-huh. And so, just having all of your things in one place, even if it's not perfect, yeah, you have to be organized. It's better than being totally unorganized,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I think the... our standards are way too high for things that don't matter. Mm -hmm. Your Trello doesn't actually need to be pretty. No, no, no. At all. It needs to be black and white and have information. Sure. Your, um, you know, your email templates don't have to have your logo. No, they don't have to. They just need to be black and white and have the information. Mm -hmm. And I teach every week in my lives for my (laughs) class. I'm like, and remember... You know, simplicity is the key to systems we will use. And please do not just dis- get distracted by, oh, I don't know my brand colors yet. Right. And I don't know what font I want to use. <laughs> I'm waiting on my new business cards to make folders. That is such a cop out mm-hmm. bunch of BS because you can make a folder with no business card in it at all. Mm-hmm. That's Okay. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Katie. Guess what? What? We have updated the email templates. Finally. Whoa, <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> they are updated and there are more of them.
0: Yes, we have 10 buyer templates, right? 15 seller templates, mm-hmm. as well as a checklist for when to send all the emails at what point in the transaction. Yes, so you don't
1: have to guess when they go. It's very specific. <laughs> this happens now, then you send this email. So this is what they need to know. This is what they need to know right now. Also, there are six attachments that go along with some of the seller side. So like move out checklist and showing prep or all that stuff. So there's all the information you will ever need to tell your clients in one of these templates.
0: Yes and if you still aren't sure you can go back and listen to episode 31 where we talk about the importance of the templates and why we use them. Like what are we even doing? So we hope that they help you because they have helped us so much immensely. And we have gotten so many wonderful reviews about how they have helped
1: others and so now they are up to date and ready for you. Yeah and you can go read reviews and all the information at email templates 101 dot com. lovely how easy is that great okay y'all enjoy bye when i was talking about
0: the photo books that mm-hmm. i put and i think oh, we'll talk yeah. about that one but i never could. someone said i never could find the perfect book you're like what? to put the photos and i said so you have no
1: book at all right so a, the photos a, a bad book's better than no book yeah the wrong book is better than no book yes the wrong logo is better than no logo right the, like it doesn't you can always improve and elevate those things later. Yes, but just getting the get system in done. place, and and we all like not. And I'm a victim to this too. We get paralyzed by these things that don't matter, mm-hmm. and then and distracted by them to where we're like, I don't. Well, I've got to get this done first. I'll wait until my website is perfect before I try mm. to get any leads or like yeah. you know like. It doesn't matter. No. I'm going to wait until I have 10 um, testimonials before I put. Are you like in the blinding sun? Kind of. <laughs> like, what? It got very bright outside. It's really bright. You know, what's so funny? It's hot Last, in here. La- I, I don't know. <gasps> the thing, there's a lot of lights in here. There is a lot and of light. And the candle? Wait, hold on. I'll blow out the candle for okay. you. Okay. <laughs> that's going to really cut down <laughs> on the heat, let me tell you. Yeah. Um, But that's what happens. And we're all uh, guilty of. Getting distracted and overwhelmed and fixated on things that actually don't matter to our business. And that kind of goes back to overthinking, being a slow decision
0: maker. That is where the time, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: wasting time comes in. Yeah. Because you've spent so much time on all these things that don't matter. That don't matter.
1: Right. You wasted all the time making the perfect Canva flyer. Someone asked me the other day, it was kind of making me laugh. I'm like, y'all, I have been using the same Canva flyer on the um, like on the front of my listing binders yeah. for years. Let's call it four years. I go to Canva. I click make a copy. I put in the photos from the new listing, change out the list. Lo- it takes 30 seconds because I didn't have to say, oh, what color do I want this flyer? And... What uh, font do I want to do this? I don't care. It's right. on the binder. It's no. all there. The seller doesn't care. The buyer doesn't care. The buyer's agent is just Can you just... imagine if you dropped off the seller
0: binder in the house and the seller was like, can you change this from green to blue?
1: Nobody cares. They would never say They're that. They're like, wow, you have a binder? This is great. Yeah. So the point is you're you're falling down on the job while you're worried about what it looks like when the seller would have just been impressed with a black and white cover that said one, two, three, Main Street info inside. Right. They don't care. They don't care at all. They don't care at all. Um, so I think we have a whole episode on perfection, which I think um someone sent a great message recently saying mm-hmm. that really that episode really like opened their eyes and they said, oh my God, this is so me. me. Like, to, like to the point of like real self-realization. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I'm doing that. Um. Okay, anything else on organization as a The only thing weakness? I can say is
0: that I can see where I get sometimes like f- fear-based. Like I need it to be done right. So I'm procrastinating because yeah. I feel like I need to dedicate the time to doing it. Yeah, But once I finally dedicate 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. I I realize, oh. Oh, I do this. Oh, that wasn't
1: bad. I know. That wasn't bad. I thought it was going to be bad. It's really not that bad. And it wasn't that bad. I know. I do it too. Like, it's common. Mm -hmm. Okay, next one consistency and structure. And we've kind of talked about structure a little bit already. Like you're structuring your schedule, having a plan, but consistency Mm -hmm. is definitely a weakness that a lot of us, I think, struggle with. Again, we have a full-on episode about consistency, Um, but just being Mindful to set up systems that you're using repeatedly to set up your schedule. What are you laughing at? You're like, I need sunglasses. <laughs> so bright. Good, good news, you <laughs> wore your sunglasses on your head, so can you you're... see yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, you look great.
0: This <laughs> it's so bright in here. I what? I don't know what else I can do. It's fine. Leave it. Let it be. <laughs> Where,
1: please. Please where are your. Is that better? No, it's the sun. The, the, the actual the blind fell. Natural light. Listen, the, oh, the problem is the blind. That's is what's bl- hap- That's why it's so bright. No, yes, normally okay. the windows closed. Y'all are just gonna go to YouTube and see Alyssa <laughs> in her sunglasses. Really? It's outrageous. Okay,
0: I was going to say with consistency.
1: Mm-hmm. I think one reason a lot of people fail mm-hmm.
0: is because they say every day I'm going uh, mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Make five phone calls, write five Uh letters, Mm -hmm. do all my Uh follow-up with every client that I have. But then they set these goals that aren't attainable. Yeah. So after two days, they have failed. Yeah. And then they don't trust themselves anymore. And then they're a failure. And then they're a They're a failure. And they don't do anything anymore. No, they should never do anything again. Never. So... That's why I feel like we always talk about how we try to keep it so simple. Super simple. The only thing that we do as realtors is work with buyers and work with sellers. Yeah. That's it. Yep. So as long as you are talking to your buyers and talking to your sellers and checking in with them occasionally, Mm -hmm. everything else can be right. You know, it doesn't have to be on this crazy, rigid schedule.
1: And you have to have realistic expectations and not give up. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I didn't do my five thank you notes today. I'm not writing thank you notes anymore. Right. Right. Thank you notes are off the table. (laughs) Or I guess
0: because I missed a week of a newsletter, my newsletter's never going to go out again. it's done. Because I was thinking too, like, Nobody knows the date oh, no. that you sent the last newsletter. They don't care. They don't care at all. So if you missed a month, your next newsletter doesn't have to say, hey, guys, sorry I missed October. They would be like, why I'm back. They'd be like, oh, did did we did miss you? October? Because nobody's like, oh. It's October
1: 16th. Where is your newsletter? Where's my newsletter? And if you missed it on October 16th, why can't you just send it on November 1st? (laughs) You know what's funny? And I'm guilty of this, (laughs) which is why
0: I can say it. When parents post like the baby photo. Oh, you're like, they're like seven months old. Well, well, when they say um, a few days late, (laughs) but she's seven months old. (laughs) It's like, you could have just said seven months old. Seven months old. Oh, yeah. Like nobody, a few days ago, she looked the same as she does right now. Oh, yeah. So it's okay that nobody cares. Nobody cares that you were a just, few days late. So,
1: because we put those, <laughs> yes. um we put those rules on ourselves and restrictions and worries and concerns. We do it. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Nobody knows. Your clients don't know the difference. If you're, buyer folder is missing all of the XYZ brochure because you ran out. They don't know. They don't know at all. Still take the folder. You don't just stop taking the folder because you're missing something. Mm -mm. That's what I, that's really what we work so hard on in the course. Like just get something in place so that you know what the system is and it saves you time instead of you feeling like I don't have a system. Sure. They don't have to be complicated. Mm -mm. They don't have to be complicated. Okay, here's one of my weaknesses. Okay. I'm a complete control freak. Oh. I wanna be in control of everything. I feel (laughs) like I could do it better. Okay. I feel like no one can do it like me. And I'm just going to do it all because, well, what am I going to do? This client wants me to work with them and I'm all full up. But no, nobody else can do it.
0: Hmm. Very interesting.
1: (laughs) I am trying to get better at this because it's not healthy. And someone can do it just the same. Is there anything in particular you're trying to let go of? or? Yeah, I, I mean, I am letting go of some of my buyers yes. so that I have the time to complete the other. Like teaching has taken up a lot of time and having the, yeah, course, the course and doing the lives and having the podcast. These things are all time consuming and I want to pour more into it because mm-hmm. there's more that can be there. So I'm trying to find ways to have, you know, other agents who I think are- going to be good and Mm -hmm. can handle it, although they won't be me. They will be just as good. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think I was always rough with assistants and like hiring and figuring out what to have them do. And I just, I don't know this is a work in progress situation sure I also find it just hard to figure out who to hire for what like what things do I want to let go of mm-hmm. I think after you've worn all the hats for 16 years you're like well I do the marketing or I do the yeah you know I like this part. I do the data input I like I input my own list I do this I do all the things mm-hmm. um and as long as I feel like I have time for it and isn't taking away from my you know, personal time like well i can handle it i can handle it then am like oh. but if i can't do the new things that i want to do or put more time to things i really like mm-hmm. in my business then maybe i shouldn't be handling it right and it's okay to hire someone to do the things you hate especially yeah like i don't do my taxes no a cpa that handles would be that terrible Ugh. I don't Mm -hmm. do, I don't even do my bookkeeping anymore. She does all that. Yeah. Here you go. She does my payroll. I'm like, here, have it. Take it. But see, like, that's the stuff I love. So I'm okay with letting go of accounting. Right. But I'm like, well, maybe I want to make that Canva flyer. You know, like maybe. (laughs) And I'm I'm like, you make my Canva flyer. Right. Right. (laughs) So you're really good at being like, here, you can do it. So I think it's just, um, you know. And being good, a good communicator probably comes into play there. Mm-hmm. Like, I ha- oh, here's a great example. I had a past client who I love dearly, who I've sold a house to. Then she ended up selling that one and buying a new one. So we've done three transactions together. Then um, she ended up, you know, uh, moving out of her house and into a rental. Okay, so I put her in this rental and then she called me last week and she was like, hey, the owner of my rental um, wants to move back in at the beginning of the year. So I'm going to have to find another rental for now. And I'll probably want to buy again in like a year Um, and I'm like, okay, great. You know, let me set you up on that search. And then yesterday she texted me. and was like, oh, one of them came through on the search. Can we go see it? And I said, I'm sorry. I really should have told you on the phone that I am not handling rentals right now. That's great. And I said, I would love, like, I'm happy to send you the list. I want to help if I can from my desk, but I cannot come on a Sunday and show you this rental. Here's the listing agent's information. Good luck. How'd it go? She says, okay, Thanks
0: great. (laughs) She's fine. Okay. So there was a quote that I read one time that made me go, oh my gosh. What was it? It said, don't kill yourself over a job that would replace you in 24 hours if you die. Oh, I've read that before too. And it just made me go, there are a million other agents out there. Literally. Literally. And if something happened to me, someone else would do it. Someone else would just come along and handle it. Right. Maybe a little differently. Maybe a little better in some ways, maybe a little worse in other ways, but it would all be handled. It would be handled.
1: And it would be fine. I know. I know. So it's letting it go is hard Mm -hmm. because, and look, and letting it go is sometimes just a season. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're in maternity leave and you need to refer that stuff out. Maybe you could. I'm doing my air quotes, do it. but, (laughs) But maybe you shouldn't, or maybe you told yourself you wouldn't. So I- enjoyed too much
0: you're being my- able to say so I just had a baby I'm on maternity leave
1: oh that's amazing you're still doing it yes <laughs> <laughs> you're like he's like seven months yeah. old I just
0: had a baby. I just had a baby he's gonna be like starting first grade and I'm gonna be like okay so look
1: I just had I a baby I just had
0: a baby I'm not working at the full capacity this yeah. is what's happening right What can we plug and play in there that you could use forever?
1: But it's really quite nice to be able to just say that. Oh, listen, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm actually at my max client load right now, but I would love to put you on my wait list or refer you out to so-and-so. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. (laughs) That sounds lovely. That sounds fine. It's us being able to say I don't have to do them all. Right. And it's okay if I don't do them all. So Mm -hmm. it was just funny to me because I'm like, I had to retype that text like three times. So I'm like, what do I say? Because I really screwed the pooch. Like I should have told her on the phone, I'm not handling rentals. Mm -hmm. I can't do it right now. But I didn't because I like her and she's so sweet and I wanted to help her. And I'm like, no, stop it. You
0: have to stop this. I know. I was talking to one of our top producing agents at our top of the ladder. That's our top 30 trip that we go on every Mm -hmm. year. He's in a different market and... He's in the tip-de-doe market, and okay. a lot of it flooded mm. a lot. Yeah, and he said, "You know, and he it's funny because it's in this group. It's yeah. a lot of um, luxury home <laughs> agent, because which right. I am not. You're like, oh, right. So it'll You're like say, I just do a whole lot of transactions, right, right. <laughs> but it's funny because it'll be like, okay. Let's do Susie Q. She sold twenty five million last year. Three houses, (laughs) no, and sold seventeen homes. And you're like, great. Sounds like, and then they're like, and then there's Alyssa who sold twenty four million and sold ninety eight homes. And they're like, and I'm like, oh man, I did like quadruple the The, volume, and we made the the same amount of money. (laughs) But there's a few. There's an agent from Thibodeau, and there's an agent from Homa. That us three are like the High volume. Okay. You're lower, up there, but yeah. you're working hard. Okay. We're working really hard to be on this trip. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're like the duck with your feet. Yes. Under, under the water. We're doing it. Going, going, going. <laughs> yes. Okay. And he was saying that, you know, he's about to have a surge of flooded and gutted yeah, yeah, yeah. and foreclosed like, and this. Yes. And he's like, I just, I think he said, I know y'all are going to think that this is blasphemy. But I think when I get those calls, I'm going to have a go-to agent that I refer it to and take a referral. Yeah. And I said, I think that's wonderful. It's great. great. I think that's great. Please. You are at a point in your career where you are so busy that you can't handle 20 listings that are listed for $25,000. No.
1: And look, it is okay at any point in your career for you to say, I am at max capacity. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't. I want to help everyone, but I can't. Mm-hmm. I just. And that doesn't mean you have to start a team. No, you're
0: welcome to. But mm-hmm. that doesn't. That's not because people are like, well, why don't you start a team? And I'm like, because then I have to manage a team. Then I have to manage that's a, a different team. Job. It's a whole nother job. It's a different job. Different. I don't want to manage my peers. <sighs> right. You know. Ugh. But if I can refer it out to my friend that lives in that parish and yeah. get some money off of it, right? Great. Do it. I feel like we are a team oh because my I help them you help me I mean we're we are a team I feel
1: oh, we're right. a team
0: yes mm. so I just think that it's okay to pick and choose what business you want to
1: work what is feeding you what is draining you I just I don't I not only do I think it is okay I think it is a missed portion of how we business plan mm-hmm I can handle ten transactions at max at any given time. Mm-hmm. This is it. When the eleventh one comes, whether it's a luxury home or a you know condo buyer or whoever it is, it's time to just say this is who takes my overflow.
0: One of our agents um, is in the process of moving away mm-hmm. to another state. Are they going to keep selling? Um, she's going to interview some real estate companies there. Okay. So, and decide. Okay. It's kind of just like a life change. I'm kind of jealous. I've been living vicariously like, through tell her. Tell me more about yes, this. This is amazing. Just pack up and go. Right. To decide where she wanted to live, she went and got a B&B for a month. Okay. In this city. Okay. To decide, do I like this city? Do I want to be here? What kind of real estate companies are here? Do I want to be here? And so she's still working here. Okay. But she's kind of phasing out because she knows All right. she's not taking on a bunch of new things. Well, she said that as she was preparing to leave for the month, she, she was like, of course, you know, I'm about to leave for a month and Everybody all these people want to buy and sell. You're like, I can't do it. And she had to tell them, hey, look, I'm actually going out of town for a month. We'll wait. They waited. She said, Alyssa, I could not believe it that they were
1: like, we'll wait. Yeah, no problem. Mm-hmm. A month. A month. And people are worried about making them wait one day for yes. something. Yes. They were, that's what's funny. When you just, when you don't have a choice, when right. you're going on your maternity leave or your two-week honeymoon or whatever it is, and you're like, I'm sorry. This is just I won't the truth. be here. <laughs> yeah. I can send you to somebody else. And they'll be like, oh, it's fine. We'll wait. Great. We'll wait. Yeah. If they want to work with you, they will wait for you. I've yeah. said this before. Mm-hmm. If they want to work with you and it can't be anyone else, they will wait for you. Yeah, it's just that simple. And
0: if you have to say, "Let me refer you to someone that lives in that area because they know it better than I do, then and they appreciate understand the that schools, you did that,"
1: they're like, "Oh, awesome! Oh, thank you so much! Wow, you actually." Because what's wrong is if you just take them all and you don't provide as high level of service as someone in that area could have. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's when it's like, well, wait a minute, that's not right. Yeah. All right. Any other? What are your weak? What is your weakness? I think that my weakness
0: sometimes is that I maybe need to be a little bit more empathetic as far as getting on the emotional level with the people. Yeah. I can very quickly go to business yeah. and be too cold as yeah. or because I'm here to I'm thinking of it as strictly my business. I save my emotions for my family. Right. And so but there are times when I think I need to maybe have more empathy, or remind like I have to check myself. Yeah, yeah remind yeah, yeah. myself, Alyssa, get in their shoes. Right, what not all the way, but you need to really understand, <laughs> understand. like where they're coming from yeah. and what they're feeling, and check on them more check, and check in.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely. I'm sure you're not as bad at this as you
0: think that you are. Yeah, I, I would like to. It, it it does take effort on my part. That's okay. to check on so many people. <laughs> And like, to have the of emotions of one. so <laughs> many
1: people, you know? Right. Right. Aww, that's that's, that's a lot a to handle. Lot.
0: That's okay. my biggest thing that I would like to improve. I
1: don't think that's bad. Yeah. It's a you know, every day, try a little more. I'm looking up our toast. Okay. Any other, oh, you know, and I thought about it. After recording two episodes all at once, I really need two toasts. Yeah, we do. I'm going to toast two times. Is there anything else you need to tell us about? I did
0: have a quote under the urgency category ooh, that I had written down. Ooh,
1: let's hear it. Because somebody asked us, what if
0: a seller is like, I need my house on the market right now, <laughs> now. 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 And the quote is, poor planning on your part does not constitute an emergency on my part.
1: Ooh.
0: So, it's not Say it my Poor fault. again. Poor planning. Poor planning on your part does not constitute an emergency on my part. Yeah. You want your house on the market right now. Yeah. Well, this I will a- get it on the market, but we have to have photos scheduled. Yeah. You have homework. You have paperwork to do. <sighs> right. Is your house ready? Right. Right. There's a process, and I'm going to stick to the process, even though I can do everything I can to help expedite mm-hmm. the process. Yep. But we're not going to... Do it your way. No, we're gonna stick to the process.
1: I like that one. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. You're glowing like you're on the face of the sun. I'm sweating. You are like in. <laughs> the, if if YouTube can even see us anymore, it's probably like black. <laughs> like the like I'm the sweat. <laughs> put on your sunglasses, friend. It's time for a toast. Okay, good toast. I drank all my water. It's <laughs> oh empty. gosh, it's, it's like empty. It's so, it's so bright in here. Uh, we also don't normally record this late in the day. No. Okay. Anyway, this toast comes to us from Karen Berg Deganji. Hmm. She is in Missoula, Bitterroot Valley. Where is that? Well, I guess it's got to be in Missouri. Is it Missoula? In, oh, God, don't. Okay, just keep going. Uh, oh, Montana. What am I okay, thinking? Montana. <laughs> Missoula, Mont- Montana. I'm like, <laughs> Missouri? No. Okay, she's in Montana. Okay. And she would like to toast, too. (laughs) Are you going to melt? Hold on. We're almost there. (laughs) She is going to toast, (sighs) to? I feel like I want to drag this out just to... (laughs) Just, just to make you go through oh, the misery. Uh, uh, she's melting, everyone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Alyssa's going to have a blind sent to my house
0: this weekend. Y'all need to see this on YouTube if you haven't. It's just really hot
1: in here. <laughs> it's funny. <sweaty. laughs> she's got her glasses on. Thinking, uh, I can't oh even gosh. see you because it's so bright. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, I'm so sorry. Uh, please forgive Let's me. Let's get back to our Back toast. on the toast. Yes. Um, what did I say? Missoula.
0: What, Montana. <laughs> Montana. <laughs> what was her name? I think it's hot in God Montana. Us.
1: Karen. It's really hot there. It's like the desert.
0: No.
1: No. I, stop. Okay. Karen is toasting to Courtney McFadden. Okay. Um, okay. Karen is wrapping up her first year in real estate. And while her company as a whole has been some of the most wholesome and supportive group, Courtney especially has helped me grow Hmm. from co-listing my first listing, helping me during vacation, or just constantly being my sounding board for questions and to talk through situations. I genuinely don't know what I would do without her. She's more an inspiration than she will ever know. That's so sweet. So cheers to Courtney and thank you to Karen and, I hope it's not too hot there in Montana (laughs) today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we will talk to you guys soon.
0: Okay, wonderful. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers.